Welcome to Getting Cozy with Erin Hill. Now here's our mama. So um, let me just start off by saying welcome to the show. And Thank you for having me. Of course, it's my pleasure. This is um, a really fun, casual, you know, just, it's an interview, but I just want to have a conversation. We want to get to know you better. All we know of you is from the show. And yeah. I'm sure you're a very different person as I've learned from interviewing people from the franchise and other reality TV shows. So I just want to ask you some, you know, real general questions and just get to know you better. Sound good? Sure. Yeah, sounds good. Awesome. Okay. So, um, by the way, you mentioned you were doing a session before you joined us. So how did that go? Yes, uh, it went it went very well. So me and uh, my band, Brother Stone and the Get Down, we are doing these uh, live streams along with uh, a fellow musician of ours that we collaborate with. His name's Stan Taylor. So we've been getting together some of his songs, some of our songs, and, and we're kind of like forming a uh, like a hybrid group. So we that's what we've been doing. We've been rehearsing that show to the live streams and, and hopefully for someday when the world opens up for us to go play again out, you know, out in the world. Awesome. Okay. And tell us the name of the band again so we can go follow. Yeah. We're, we're called Brothers Stone and the Get Down. Love it. I love yeah. it. Can you tell us like where that name came from? That's a very cool Yeah. Name. Sure. Yeah. So <clears throat> my cousin and I front the band and my cousin uh, Colin is his name. We, we grew up like brothers. Our, our moms are sisters, and my mom is one of seven uh, other girls in her family. So we, we grew up very, very close. Um, and so like we have that brother's bond. So uh, Brother Stone was basically like a, like a metaphor for like a brother's bond. And then uh, the get down came from because we, we have like a really super funky band and we play like some really cool, like funky get down kind of music. So. Oh, I love that's, it. That's... Okay. Well, there you go. That's where it came from guys. So <laughs> Matt, tell us a little bit about your childhood. A lot of people, you know, want to know where people grew up, who, when, why you are, who you are. And uh, sure. I love asking that question because I think it tells a lot about a person. So. <clears throat> yeah, I grew up, I grew up on the East Coast. I'm an East Coast guy, uh, Connecticut, in a town called Milford, Connecticut, which is a little tiny suburban town uh, on the on the water. Actually, it's really it's really there's very beautiful parts of of uh, Milford, Connecticut, um, and uh, yeah, I grew up, I grew up on the East Coast. I spent some time in New York, and then uh, kind of went. I went to school in Connecticut. Went to college in Connecticut at uh, University of Bridgeport. I played baseball there. Um, yeah, that's, that's pretty much it. And were you close to your siblings, close to your family? Yeah, I'm, close? I'm super Italian. So we wow. are, we're very, very close. My, my sister, I only have one sister and we are very, very close. And I'm very close with, my, with my, my whole family really. And I have like 50 cousins because my, like I said, my mom has seven sisters and they all have kids and some of their kids have kids so i'm i'm losing track of people's names at this point <laughs> that's funny yeah so big big families i love it yeah awesome. exactly do you have a fun um story you can share with us from your childhood that kind of you know speaks to your personality or like just something that kind of shaped you into the person you are today um i just i was just generally 
a mis mischievous kid. So like, I just did, I just did all kinds of stuff. I was always exploring stuff and I was always like making jokes and like never took, I didn't really take too many things seriously as, as you shouldn't when you're a kid. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. I, I, I used to pull pranks at school all the time and, and got in a little trouble here and there, but it was all, it was all in good fun. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so when you were in college, did you, someone's asking if you majored in music? Yeah, I was a double major. I was uh, a music major and a business major. Okay. So did you, um, did you always know you were going to be a musician? Like growing up, were you like, I'm totally going to be a musician. That's like my dream. Yeah. Gr growing up, I, I played music since I was a baby and my, <laughs> I, I did, I really did. And my, my house was filled with music. My father is a, his name's Bob. He's an unbelievable guitar player, like a, like a world-class studio guitar player who wow. toured all through the seventies and eighties. And he's an unbelievable musician. So I always had crazy, awesome music and musicians at my house, people that I could pick their brains and like, watch up close do all this amazing stuff so music has been part of my blood my entire life as well as i grew up playing uh baseball and, and sports i played football i played basketball i wrestled i i boxed i i did i did all that stuff too but baseball was my my biggest other thing it was always music and baseball so i thought i was going to do that for a while i thought i was going to try to pursue a, a real career in baseball but I actually, I actually got into a really bad uh, motorcycle accident. Yeah. Ironically enough, was today was the. I uh, saw uh, your post. I'm like, yeah. wow, that's crazy. Yeah. So you know, um, that's just part of the. That's just part of the story. But yeah, that that was that was my path. It was it was always music and baseball. I was playing playing baseball games during the week, and I was gigging on the weekend. I I'd go and play at like all of our my college baseball team's parties and, and, you know, stuff like that. So, um, but unfortunately baseball had gotten taken away from me because of, of that accident, which helped me kind of focus more on, on the music side of things. So maybe yeah. meant to be, and thank God you're fine. Yeah. Um, you broke a leg. Did you say? I, uh, yeah. So I had a, a spiral break in my left leg, which mm. my, my, my left foot was completely, twisted all the way around. So I had to get a titanium rod and a bunch of screws in my leg and they were going to amputate my leg, but that was, they actually, yeah, they actually, you know, said that this was a, this was an option and they were going to try it and, and it wow. worked. I also had like the, the clutch of the motorcycle broke off and went into my stomach. Oh and, my God. And I had road rash, like down to the, down to the bone all over my body. It was really, it was really bad traffic. Yeah. And I thought I was, I thought I was dead. To be honest, I thought I was like completely done for. So, yeah, like I said, I'm so, I'm so grateful for life. It's, it's ridiculous, and I'm so happy that I get to do what I, what I get to do. Even before the show, all we have been doing for the past, uh, you know, better part of a decade is play music. We, we play on the road. We play private gigs. I write a lot of music for TV shows and movies and stuff like that too. So. I'm, a luck I'm the luckiest guy in the world. Okay, you got to tell us. What have you written for? Can you tell us? Um, just not anything crazy, but like I'll get <laughs> little, little bits of, of music placed in, in like TV shows, background music. Nothing that you would even, 
nothing that you would even notice but like That's stuff like that helps helps pay the bills you know oh absolutely there's no shame in that and yeah. you're obviously incredibly talented so Thanks. you're welcome so you're in college and you're majoring in music and then what happens after college uh after college is when i i got into that motorcycle accident right and then um i just kind of it took me a long time to to get back on my feet literally um so i spent a good portion of that time after college just just getting healthy again and and just getting rehabbing my leg and and just trying not to be like depressed about the whole thing and mm -hmm. and it was a lot it was just a lot of, of that and just trying to f find my love for for life and for music again because i was super i was super bummed out obviously by the course um so but yeah you're alive. <laughs> and, yeah and i'm alive and, and and that's it i spent a lot of time with my family i spent a lot a lot of time writing during during that period of time in my life um so yeah and practicing i oh i just since i was a little kid i i spent hours and hours just practicing and going over stuff and writing so yeah you just had the discipline at a young age yeah that's awesome that's very rare <laughs> extremely rare my, my my old man my old man told me like this is what you got to do you want to be able to to play well you have to practice and i saw him still to this day he's 65 years old he, the guy plays he plays more than i do he play he's wow. constantly playing yeah that's awesome how long did it take you uh how many years did it take you to rehabilitate the uh, from the accident? It was a it was a full a full year before I was really like standing up straight and kind of walking some somewhat wow. at all. And then right. you know it's been it's been a constant thing for for the past six years. Really, it's just been like if I didn't work out, if I didn't do all the things that I do for it, I my leg would be completely shot by now. But luckily i just keep up with it and and i'm i'm okay yeah rehab is no joke that's yeah. um, <laughs> that is no joke so you're you're going you had this accident and then your rehab and then what happened after that did you pursue did you have a job in between like what when that was all happening yeah, I, I, worked, <laughs> I don't mean it like that but <laughs> yeah, i worked at i worked at bars as a bartender and okay, i worked gotcha. at like I worked at like Enterprise Rent a Car for a little bit, which okay. was the worst. And I, I, I was a, uh, I worked at a radio station. I did some stuff there. I used to like, uh, I used to write, I used to write the uh, commercials and and uh, oh. for like ads on 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 air. And I okay. used to do some vo voiceover stuff too. Wait, 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 wait. Like jingles? Are we talking jingles? I, I used to write jingles. And no I used way, to, that's awesome. Yeah, and I used to write like the scripts for like, you know. Town Fair Tire and their, you know, their script of what they wanted to be read. Up. <laughs> it was a, it was an interesting job. I love it. Do you have a jingle you can play for us? Um, I mean, I'd have to, <laughs> I'd have to look for it, but I'll send you one. I'll, okay, I'll, perfect. I'll okay, I gotta hear this. If, if it comes to you and you just want to bust it out just in the middle of the interview, <laughs> go for it. Like that would be definitely just fine with me. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay, so how are you getting on this show? If you're like at Enterprise, like are you? So, you have so that, that was that was that was a while back. So okay, gotcha. We got all that time. I was still playing with with my cousin in Connecticut, and we were writing music, and we were we were doing that whole thing. Um, we we luckily 
performed at a radio station in Connecticut where that performance got recorded and they were all of our original songs. We hadn't, we hadn't even recorded them in a studio yet. Um, that, that performance got sent to some, uh, a producer in California who wanted to work with us. And That's he, awesome. yeah. And he literally called, call, emailed me his number. I called him and he said, I want to make an album with you guys. And we literally, drove out to California from Connecticut the next day, like got in the car, drove to California and we cut our first album. It's called uh, Mad at a Cactus. It's on Spotify and iTunes and all that stuff. But that's what first got us out here. And once we were out here, we did that. We ran out of money. So we had to go back to the East Coast and we played. We just gigged three, four, five nights a week, sometimes two, two shows a day. And we were just gigging all up and down the East Coast as much as we mm -hmm. could. And for 100 bucks, 50 bucks, 75 bucks, whatever, whatever it was, we were just grinding. Yeah. And they were like yeah. three four-hour gigs and just playing like wow. 60 songs and singing until I, like, I literally coun't speak the next day. <laughs> oh, my day. God. Yeah. yeah. How could you not lose your voice? Did you lose I your would. voice a I, lot? By the weekend, I wouldn't be able to, to, to talk. I, I can't speak. imagine. So yeah. we did that for a while. And then... Uh, we, we just saved up enough money from that. And I, I like sold a bunch of my guitars and I sold my old car. And then we got enough money together to, to find a house and pay first month's rent and, and, and first and last month's rent. And, and then we moved out here and then we've been out here. We, we've been so lucky that when we got out here, we found a great place and we started, we started to make YouTube videos and collaborating with some, some great people out here. And we got, we got accepted by, by the musical world out here. And, and on YouTube, some of our videos got like a couple million views and, and things were going really, really great. We're super, super lucky. And we got to, to play at all these great venues that I always wanted to play at, like the Hotel Cafe and the Peppermint Club and Sayers Club and, and all the, the Troubadour and uh, the Viper Room. We got to play all these places. But that also doesn't pay, pay the rent either until you actually like break and you're, and you're bringing out five, 600 people everywhere you go. So, so that was a struggle too. So since we've been out here during that time, we were gigging still three, four nights a week out here at mass rows and playing private gigs and bars and down in Santa Monica and like the, the, that whole thing. So and were you were you bartending this whole time while you're doing the gigs? Just no, just gigging. Just gigging. Okay. Okay. That's yeah. good. But like we, we, yeah, we went and we went down to like the promenade and we, and we like, you know, panhandled. We used to do that, but yeah, I, I've been at that for, for a while. And then somebody from, from ABC reached out to me and, and said, we got this music show we'd love for you to, to be a part of. And the rest is, the rest is history. That is awesome. I love yeah. it. So you uh, go through the whole vetting process. Was it kind of crazy or not, not too bad? Did it take a long time to kind of get into the, like to become an official contestant? Um, I don't think the whole vetting process took that long. I think they, they reached out to me. They told me a few details about it. They told me uh, that there was going to be a, a in-person interview audition type thing. I went in. I talked to everybody, I sang a song, and then they, they told me they wanted me to be on the show. <laughs> really? Yeah. That is 
very lucky. I, that is yeah. not what I've heard at all. So you were, they really was, wanted you on the show. It was pretty cool. For good reason, but you know. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> so it was your first reality TV show ever, right? Nothing, oh, yeah. never been anything like that before. No, 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 no. So that first night, are you excited? Are you more nervous? How are you feeling? When I got to the house? Yeah. Oh, I was, I was like, I had no idea what to expect. <laughs> and what, what most people don't know is that I didn't know that Chris Harrison was the host. I didn't know who he was. I really didn't. Like, I, I love I, that. I know who he is, just like you know, like another famous person, you've seen them. But I didn't, I didn't know. I didn't know him like that because I never watched any of the shows. And people, people were like, how? How are you not going to know who's hosting your show? They didn't tell me. I didn't know. I showed up and there's that guy. I was like, oh, there's that famous <laughs> guy, that Chris something guy, you know. So Hanson, right? Hanson. Chris Hanson, yeah. <laughs> that was the best. <laughs> I was like, I like this guy. I like him a lot. <laughs> you know, I was just, I was just firing off names. I didn't know. I just love it. So you get in there and you meet everyone. And who were your like first impressions? Who were you just like good first impressions? Yeah, I, when I first got there, it was uh, it was Jamie and Ryan were there first. So I walked in basically that and sat down with them, and they were talking, and I got along with them right right out right out the gate, and uh, and then. People started started to trickle in. It, it, it gets a little hazy. I had a few. I had a few drinks. <laughs> I love it. And um, <laughs> and I just remember. I remember I talked to Mel a little bit in the beginning, and then I just remember seeing Rudy, and we just like get we're drawn to each other. Of course, it's Rudy. Yeah. What's yeah. not to love? <laughs> I know. Sure. So we'll get into all that shortly, but. Uh, so you're you're getting to know everyone, and are you feeling pressure at all to be in a relationship right away? Because it seemed like I mean I've I've watched The Bachelor from the very beginning, season one, right? Yeah. And I felt like it was a little bit different, where it was a little more forced to kind of be in a relationship. Did you feel that right away, like that pressure? Not not on night one, but okay, a few days in. They started like throwing out the, the the verbiage of everything and like the ground rules of everything. Yeah. And, and then it was like, oh, damn, they're they want to make sure that we're like super serious, committed people to each other kind of thing. And that that conversation started started to happen pretty early on while we were there. OK, Yeah. so did you feel like you I guess I want to make sure I phrase this correctly. So did you feel like you had to be in a relationship to stay at that point? Like there was no, it was very obvious. Like that was really kind of the whole focus of the show. More oh. so than music, <clears throat> I guess I should say, was it more focused on that than music? There was no music. There was no music for the first week. There was no, there was no music even like talked about really. It was That's all so crazy. Yeah, it was all like you get to know each other, kind of pair up. Um, and that, that was the emphasis from the start. It, it really was, if I'm just, just being honest, they, they, I think you got to think of it like it's a bachelor show, right? And they want to make sure that those relationships get developed and start as soon as possible. So I think that they knew 
if they got a bunch of musicians in a house and said, okay, go play music, we would all just go play music and, and never, you know, never even talk to each other except for about music. <laughs> so, um, a little thrown there. Uh, do you guys have a question for Matt while I get my train of thought back? <laughs> we were going so well, too. It was like, yeah, it's all good. It's, it's, it's live. You know, it's it's live. live. You just never know, right? I mean, yeah. the house could just like start on fire, and I'd just be like, "Okay, well, the house is on fire, so we'll continue this later." Oh my god! Anyway, um, wow. Okay, That's so, good. so no music for the entire first week. That's insane. Yeah, there was not. There was not much music. There was like, there was a little bit of like jamming in the house and stuff like that, but there was no actual like, you know uh you know formulated you guys are going to go over here and play and have practice time and we're going to start learning songs no, none of that stuff came for for a while wow. and yeah. gabe gabe said that too he's like you know for a music show there wasn't a lot of music yeah so I I think that was that, really strange i think that they they've been they've been making the bachelor you know they've been making that reality show they, they haven't been making music shows so they there's certain things that they i don't think that they new or prepared for because because they're just used to making the, the show that they make you know right no i understand this was this was such a new concept you know nobody had any idea what was going to happen and the fact that it was only six episodes kind of worried me because i felt like there was going to be undue pressure to yeah. couple up really quickly do you feel like if it had been longer like the normal 12 episodes for one of the other um flagship shows that you would have had maybe a little bit more you know, like a slow burn, like a slower process of like getting to know her Ab or whoever, yeah. right? Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. It was in in real time, it went by like that. And the moments that we all had together privately were not a lot. They were they weren't. And you were getting pulled in one direction into another direction. And then you had to learn the music and then go perform it the next day. And and you were just we we're going to Las Vegas and going to Nashville and you know moving around all over the place. There wasn't it wasn't a lot of time to get to get to know each other. Uh, just being honest, it just really wasn't. There wasn't. We went on one date and it was with uh, with Shaggy. You know what I'm saying? Like it yeah. wasn't. We didn't. Ha it's not like we had all this time to develop all all these things. There was always producers. There's always cameras around. We didn't get to see each other after a certain period of time because they the girls went back to their room and we went back to our room and, and mm. so i think people just felt like you could see each other whenever you wanted but that wasn't the case no no everybody's getting pulled in all different directions like you need to go over here and do uh, an interview and you need to sit down with this girl and talk to her and and that and you know that's just how it is because there's conversations that need to be had and there's stuff that's going on that that if everybody just paired off and, and stayed with each other, I don't think that they would get the whole scope of, of what's going on. Right. So you were told to go and talk to certain girls. No, no, no. I mean, like, okay. I mean, like, there's just certain, there's just certain things that they're going to focus on. And, and there's conversations that just need to be happy that need to happen with other people right, that right. pull you away from each other all the time. Cause there, there was 20 people in the house at one point. Man, see, it's, it, when you watch the show, you see so little. And that's why I love doing this podcast, because I feel like you get the full story, you get the real story, you know? And yeah. um, 
I just appreciate you being, you know, honest with us and because, you know, we're all just fans watching and, and we want to know, you know, what really happened because you just see such a small part of that. Yeah. So when did you start to kind of develop feelings for Rudy uh, while you were on the show? I, I, I liked her right off the bat. Like I, I was immediately drawn to her and we connected and we're very similar in, in, in a lot of ways and, and we're, and we're different in some and, and musically we're super, super compatible. And uh, yeah, just after, after a few, after our first performance together, that enough time had gone by where I had, I had gotten to know, a little bit about her and, and her family and her sister's names and stuff like that. We started, mm -hmm. we started to, to actually like, you know, get to know each other. Um, yeah. But like I said, those moments were interrupted and disrupted by the whole process of the whole thing. It's so, it's so intense when you're there and it's so, it's the anxiety is flowing all the time and you wake up super early in the morning and they film until super late at night. So we would like wake up at seven and not go to bed until like two, three in the morning and then have to wake up at seven again. Oh and God. Was, yeah, it was just, and then having to perform, this is my livelihood. This is what I've been doing for my whole life. And you know, obviously I wanna make sure that that part of it's gonna be good. Same thing with Rudy, she, she's a professional musician. Yeah. So, you know, there's a lot of stress that's going on. And then trying to, navigate your feelings for a relationship while all that's going on it's tough it's super it's super tough and it's such a short period of time it's just like man yeah. it's tough it's tough it's like it was tough so when you guys were um when you did the road trip yeah was that was that more of like quality time you felt like you could really you know that was the first that was the first second of like wow we're kind of away from everybody okay let's let's take advantage of this yeah and, we and they and and they let us so that that's good yeah it just yeah. happens so late i know. You know it happens so late if you guys have had more quality time i think the things would have turned out differently so what led up to your decision to leave before the finale um so by that point i'm seeing i'm seeing chris and Bree say that they're that they love each other and I, I was seeing Trevor and Jamie was, was, they were saying that they loved each other. And there was Chris Harrison's out there saying, I want to see couple, I want to see solid couples in front of me who are in love that are ready to like take the, take the next step. And, and all this stuff is getting said. And, and I just wasn't there. Just wasn't, just wasn't at that same point. And the thought of like going up on stage and pretending that that was going to be happening and like and like for saying that i'm in love when i'm not i think that that would have been the the dumbest thing i could have ever done and i wouldn't do oh. that to myself i wouldn't do it to rudy i wouldn't do it to all the people who were watching i just i just wasn't there not that not that rudy isn't amazing and not that she doesn't deserve love and that she isn't beautiful and talented. She's all of those things. I think I have so much love for her. I really do. It's just the the situation was not conducive to to a normal uh, relationship forming for me. Anyway, if it worked for Chris and Bree, great. If it worked for whoever whoever has gone through this, that's great. 
But for me, I have been through so much stuff in my life and I've been through so many different kinds of relationships. That wasn't a normal situation of getting to know somebody. And it just didn't, it just didn't work for me. I, I couldn't understand what I was thinking by the end of, of the day. You, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Well, and I, can, I can appreciate you being authentic, you know, and true to yourself because I wouldn't, as a viewer and as a fan of yours, I mean, I would not have wanted you to lie, you know, to Rudy, who's someone I respect and, and, you know, really admire, yeah. um, lie and say you're in love with her just to go on with the show. That's, that says a lot about your integrity is what I'm saying. I mean, I, I really think that, um, yeah, you just, you have to stay true to yourself when you're on a reality TV show. Now, that being said, would you ever go on another reality TV show? I don't, I don't know. I never say never, but I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. You're not closing that door completely. What about paradise? If paradise came knocking, would you, um, bachelor in paradise? Um, I, is that is that a similar thing? <laughs> I, <love it. laughs> I don't know what it is. So it's Bachelor in Paradise, <laughs> I'll let you know. So Bachelor in Paradise is the um, the people that basically don't you know go far on the Bachelor or the Bachelorette. They throw on a they throw all of them on a beach in Mexico and see what happens. It's basically what you were in yeah. in Mexico and okay. with no music. <laughs> with no <laughs> music. Yeah, it's basically I mean, just the relationship part, you know. Yeah, I, I, like I said, I I don't I don't rule anything out, but at this moment, I'm 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 good, for, good. For right now. <laughs> You're good. Okay. So uh, everyone is asking, of course, you know, will there be a reunion with with Rudy? Um, if not romantically, you know, just doing music together. I mean, you guys are such a dynamic duo and so incredibly, you know. You harmonize like, oh my God, nobody's business. Thanks. And you're you're depriving us. <laughs> but Trust like, me. just tell us, tell us. So let me, yeah, let me let me shed a little light on this. Okay. So so Rudy and I from from the end of the show, we had been we had been talking every single day and uh, quarantine hit and she she went to Texas and she's been there this this entire time. Yeah. And um, we were kind of going back and forth with like, you know, what are we going to do and maybe planning on, on going on some dates when she came back. And, okay. and she's, she's just been there for, for so long that I think that uh, this whole, this whole thing with, with so many people asking all the time about, about what's going on. I think that she is feeling more comfortable right now, just kind of distancing herself from it. Okay. Um, but I hold, hope for us to make music together i don't know what our relationship is going to be like uh i know we're always going to be friends i know we're always going to be friends i don't know exactly what our relationship is going to be like and i hold out hope that that we will be able to make music together very very soon i'm just trying to respect her right now because because she has told me that it's hard for her because she does have so such strong feelings for this whole yeah. thing and I yeah. and how can I be mad at something that I totally understand? I totally understand that. So I love making music with that girl. And I and I would love to 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 do that. But for right now, I have to just respect the fact that maybe she's like, you know, overwhelmed with the whole thing and and 
and she's not ready to do it right at this moment, but I'm, I'm hoping that we can, we can make it work. So she is still in Texas today. She's still in Texas. Does she have plans to come to LA? She's coming here, I think in, uh, in like a week. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. So cool. yeah, it's very cool. Um, can you shut down rumors of you having a girlfriend before the show during after? Yeah. Sure. I, I didn't have a girlfriend before the show. I didn't have a, a, a girlfriend after the show. Um, I had a girlfriend way before the show as, as many people do, but before I left the show, that, that all that stuff is no. nonsense. I've actually been reporting that, that account that's been saying, oh, they're saying all kinds of crazy stuff. So if that person says anything, please, that's all nonsense. I don't even, I don't even understand half the stuff that they're saying that, that I sold drugs to kids and that like I spend money on sex and designer clothes. I've been wearing the same ripped, <coughs> horrible stuff for the past 10 years. I'm broke. I don't it's like, it's crazy. But, but listen, all that stuff is, is nonsense. Somebody's, somebody's either really obsessed with what's going on and is trying to, is trying to cause some waves, but that's all, it's all nonsense. So that, that's all you guys need to know. I did not about any of that. <laughs> I stay, I stay quiet on a lot of this stuff because I don't want to shine light on, on some crazy stuff that's being said. So I, I, and also, with everything that's going on, I, I have been, tr I've just been trying to understand the world and like what the hell is happening. And sometimes my, my little social media problems don't seem that, that big of a deal. So I don't say, I don't say a lot. Yeah. I completely understand. Well, thank you for addressing that. Um, I do appreciate it. And you know, if the questions are out there, you might as well yeah. say something about it. But um, wow, that's, I'm a like, shocked right now i i have no idea that was happening at all yeah and you i'm know, sorry that's no, happening your honestly some of, some of the other guys that have reached out to me from from the bachelor and and other guys from the show who have told me horror stories of stuff that people have done and said this is nothing this is i'm i'm a lucky guy because that is true. That's, you know that's 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 nothing so well and people will say anything you know to get their name in an article or more Instagram yeah. followers or whatever it is. So anyway. Yeah. Um, okay, so what are you concentrating on now? Um, since the show, what has your life been like? Like obviously now people know who you are. So I've been yeah, people know who I am. I haven't left the house. I don't leave the house. And when That's I true. do, I I wear a I wear a mask over my yay, face. Yay, yay for yeah. mask. Yeah, mask. Yeah, wear a mask. Just wear a mask. Everybody Thank wears a you. Mask. Please, come on. It's for your own good. You know what I mean? Save a life. Save one life. Exactly. I it's mean, it. yeah. But no, I life is. I I I write. I constantly write. I'm writing all new music for for the band, and and we got a bunch of new music coming out. We're gonna be doing these these live shows. Have been getting cooler and cooler. We're adding more people. We're gonna have more featured guests and. Okay. I booked so many shows right after the right after the show. They all got canceled. Oh, and then Arizona and Texas opened up and then I booked a bunch more shows and then they all got canceled again. So I'm just I'm going to bunker down to my studio. I'm going to make that the home base for now 
And I'm going to start playing shows out of there. And I'm going to stream it live to all Perfect. you people. Yeah. Perfect. Well, just don't do what Chase Rice is doing and have thousands of people at his concert. Please just don't do that. Yeah. No, no, I'm, I'm, I'm doing it right from my studio right here. I'm so happy to hear that. I'm so yeah. happy. So have you been, um, how do you feel about like the movement that's going on right now? Have you been protesting? Have you been doing anything to, um, you know, help with the movement? Where, where yes. do you stand with that? I, I, whenever I can sh share information that's helpful, I've mm -hmm. been, I've been trying to do that. Like I said, I, I'm, I'm such like a big uh, listener and I and even even before the TV show and all that stuff I I like to try to see what's going on and I try to uh, I like to try to learn what the hell I can do you know yes. and and I understand I have a I have a bigger much bigger platform than I ever have so I do every once in a while when I when I see something that that I I think could be helpful I, I share that information and I just want people to to to, to get along, you know, just get, I, I, I want this, all this craziness to stop. And, and if I can help in any way with my music and with information, then, then, then I, then I try to do that. Yeah. It's all about education and just knowing, you know, the facts. And I mean, there's just so much out there and just knowing what's real and what's not. And, you know, just keeping your head about that. So, yeah. um, I appreciate you being part of the solution. Of course. Sure. <laughs> Um, so I always like to play, uh, a, like a little game with the people that I have on the podcast and, um, it's just kind of like your, like your favorites game basically. Okay. So what was your favorite destination since we can't fly right now? Right. And we're like locked out of Europe apparently. <laughs> yeah. I heard that. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Crazy. Would you ever think in our lifetime we'd be locked out of an entire country? Like that is oh. just, or continent, I should say. Yeah, it's, cr it's crazy. It's great. We're in, we're in a very strange time for sure. We really are. Um, okay, so where would your favorite, like if you could just fly anywhere right now and there was no COVID and you could just anywhere in the whole world. Um, I love, I, you might think this is odd, but I love Cape Cod, Cape Cod, Massachusetts. Love it. Love it's it beautiful. There. Yeah. It's beautiful. It's your happy place. It's my happy place. It is. I love really it. Is. What is your favorite meal? Favorite like comfort meal? Like if you're, Ooh. you know, in a funk. I'm, I'm a, I love. Well, you're spaghetti. Italian. Yeah. Pasta. Like pasta okay. brings me, brings me joy in my heart. 100%. Do you have a favorite pasta dish? Yeah. I, you might not know what this is, but, but it's called puttanesca. Are you serious? I'm not Italian, but I know what that is. All right. Well, yeah, that's my that's my favorite thing in the in the whole world. I love it. Can you tell the people that are watching or, or listening what it is? Puttanesca is like a spicy red sauce that a lot of times has olives in it and like hot hot cherry peppers in it and capers, <clears throat> and it's so good. I'm like I'm like drooling thinking about it. But yeah. <laughs> It's so good. You should definitely try it. I make a mean puttanesca too. Oh, well, if I'm in LA, you might have to cook me some because uh, you're, you're more than welcome to come over and have it some. It sounds more. insanely delicious. Yeah. Glad, I'm glad I ate dinner now. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, me too. Um, favorite drink? Uh, favorite drink. I'm a big seltzer guy. Oh. Like like uh, LaCroix. I'm, I mess with those. What yeah. about like the hard seltzers? Like, are you a white claw? Truly? No. 
No, what about favorite alcoholic drink? I like I like uh, like a beer or okay. like uh, or like a Johnny Walker like Blue Label. I'll, I'm down I'm down with that. But I don't really even drink that much. So so even though I'm a bigger guy, I'm I'm a lightweight. I'll have like two beers and I'll just be like done. Okay, ask, ask Rudy if you ever talk to her. Ask her what a lightweight I am. <laughs> I will absolutely do that for sure. Yeah. Um, what about your favorite? uh tv show do you binge anything um my favorite tv show uh i i watched i binged uh ozark pretty hard oh great that, show yeah that was good i i'm strangely into like um documentaries about space so i watch i watch a lot a lot of stuff about about the universe and and stuff like that um yeah you know, I, I just rewatched all of the Sopranos too, from start to finish for like the tenth time because that show just I just love that show so much. Okay, don't end this live, but I've never seen the Sopranos. Oh come on, come on! Where are you from? <laughs> um, so I was born. I'm Southern. I was born in Florida, okay. raised in North Carolina and Kentucky, and we just didn't watch the Sopranos. But that's I okay, really okay. want to. Is it really okay. gritty though? I don't know if I can hang. It's it's very uh, yeah it's it's very dramatic and it's like yeah. the feeling like it's like yeah I can do that I can hang with like suspense and you know just like edge of your seat kind of I love that but yeah. I can't hang with like gore you know like real like intense gore like I can't hang with that yeah it, yeah there's not there's not a lot of gore in that but okay. you know what's a good show that I that I love is uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm that's that's a great show love Larry David love him so yes. much. Um, so Ozark, did you know that there's only two seasons left and then they're ending it? I didn't know that. No, they just wow. came out. They just said that. Yeah. I was like, no, wow. <laughs> oh, he, oh, he just said, someone just said the bathtub scene was nasty. I don't want to know. Oh, I don't, yeah. but I did, I did watch Dexter. So I feel like if I can hang with Dexter, I can probably write. It's, it's not nearly as bad as Dexter. Okay. All right. Cool. What about like your favorite movie? Do you have like a go-to or like something that you could just watch? Yeah, I love, I love, uh, I love all Quentin Tarantino's movies. Um, I love Martin Scorsese movies like Gangs of New York and oh, yeah. the, the Departed and the Good the Goodfellas, Casino. I, I love love those movies. Um, yeah, I mean th those two those two guys. I love everything that they've ever put out. I love Batman, too. I'm a big Batman fan, like the Christopher Nolan Batman with Christian yes. Bale. Oh, my God. So, so good. Old school. Uh, yeah. I love it. You're you're close to my age, so I, I, I feel you. I feel you on that. Yeah. Did you watch, <laughs> did you watch uh, James Bond growing up? You said Vince Vaughn? James Bond. Oh, yeah, of course. Pierce Brosnan was, was the okay. was my guy. Okay, yeah, but yeah. I also, I've seen I've seen the Sean Connery ones too. Good ones. And yeah. uh, who was the the Craig? Daniel Dave Craig. Ups. Yeah, yeah. See, when I think of James Bond, I think of Pierce Brosnan. In oh, one hundred percent. Goldeneye. Yeah. Yeah. But um, but Daniel Craig, he did he did great too. I I love those too. He's so good. Yeah. Okay, so you guys have any questions for Matt? Um. Do you have a favorite reality TV show or you don't really watch reality TV? 
reality TV show. Um, the the closest thing I think would be like The Voice. When I used, I used to watch that, and I used to watch American Idol like back in the day. But Did you ever want to try out for either of those shows? No, not not really. I got I got called I got called in for a bunch of auditions for The Voice. Um, Cause they do like a casting call and they, they ask, they ask a few people to come in. It just, uh, I don't know. That just, it never was what I want to do. I want to, I, I write original music. That's my, that's my favorite thing to do. Right, and, right. and I've had a lot of friends actually go on the voice and I've had friends go on American Idol. One of my good friends won, won American Idol. His name's Nick Fratiani. And he, he actually won, he won the whole thing. Um, and I just know there's a lot of, contractual things that go yeah. on and there's a lot of like them trying to force you into contracts and force you to do certain kinds of music and and the whole thing just always kind of seemed a little uh i don't know contrived different yeah yeah i get that do you guys have a question for matt um oh are you a sweet tooth guy I'm a I'm a everything guy. I eat like, <laughs> a, like a yeah. I eat like a maniac. Like I just Love I it. constantly eat everything. <laughs> so yeah, I, I I'll crush I'll crush some like Oreos and and, and I'm a big sour gummy bear uh, fan. Oh yes, so, that's yeah. my husband too. Candy, we'll literally go to a store and just buy like ten boxes of different candies, and we're just be like, all right, we're set. You know. That's, that's, that's a good night right there. Right, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Someone is asking, who's your favorite singer? Oh, well, I grew up, I grew up loving Stevie Wonder and Donny Hathaway, a lot of, a lot of great soul singers I, I, I grew up listening to. But I also love, like, Frank Sinatra. I'm a huge Sinatra fan. And I grew up listening to the Beatles and James Taylor. I'm obsessed with James Taylor. You don't even understand. And uh, John Mayer too. I'm always always a big fan of his his playing and singing. Um, but yeah, I I uh, I love singer songwriters and I love soul singers, um, which is kind of what I what I am is a mixture of that is like soulful singer songwriter, and that's that's what I want to keep doing is is moving in that direction and and hopefully I can make some music that that inspires somebody like it like it inspired me so so would you ever do like a cover of james taylor maybe fire and rain or something like that i would love to see i yes! I, I steer away from it because because i don't want to mess it up you know oh come like, on yeah no, you put your own spin on it and it would be incredible and Thanks. probably hit number one like immediately please do that <laughs> I, <laughs> I, request I uh, yeah, I have a couple JT songs that I think I, I I'll eventually do for sure. Yes, that is awesome. <laughs> I love it. Someone is asking. Um, oh yeah, we already talked about if he and Rudy will collab again. So I'm gonna post this to my IGTV, and you guys can watch from the beginning because we just had so much fun. It was yeah. so awesome having you. Um, where do you see yourself in five years? Uh, hopefully, hopefully on the road. Hopefully, we're we're touring and, and playing and selling out, selling out venues and and making music and that that's that's my that's my dream in life is just to write music, go out, play it, come back, write more music, go out and play it. 
that, and that's what I want to do. And I eventually want to get a house in the middle of nowhere. Okay. Have a hundred dogs. I'm gonna adopt a hundred dogs and and just exist among among them. That's that's what <laughs> my ultimate goal in life. Uh, kids? Do you want kids? Are you yeah, not sure I, yet? I, I would love I would love to have uh, uh, you know a family and kids okay. at some point for sure. Yeah, you're too cute not to have a little Matt Junior running around. I would love that so much. I would teach him so much good stuff. I love it. I love it so much. So you guys can throw out a question. They're just kind of commenting now, but if you guys have any questions um, for Matt, I want to make sure you guys get a chance to ask. We have about five more minutes left on this live, but uh, who were you closest to with uh, on the show? Who were you closest to on the show? Um, Trevor and I spent, me, Trevor, Chris, uh, Ryan, and Brandon, we spent a lot of time together because we were on the show, you know, the longest amount of time but um i was i was really honestly I was close with everybody I, mm -hmm. I i didn't have a problem with anybody there was no weirdness or like animosity or 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 the the guys got along probably too good for for being a reality show and them probably wanting some drama but yeah i trevor lives i can throw a baseball to trevor's house he lives right right down the street from from where i am so we we still talk all the time and and Chris is not too far away either. And uh, Ryan, I still talk with him. And and Gabe, I still hear from him every once in a while. And and, and Brandon, all those, all we we honestly, it's it's a, such a genuinely good group of of human beings. Would you say the relationships is the best part of, of being on that show that came out of it? I think that's definitely definitely one of the the best things for sure, for sure. Awesome. Yeah. Someone's calling me a tease. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm happily married, almost 10 years. I've got two kids that crashed in earlier. If you didn't see that, you should definitely rewatch it. <laughs> uh, definitely not a tease. I'm a natural flirt. Um, you are a cute guy. It's just kind of in me. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> I don't know where that came from, but <laughs> that's cool. So everyone's screaming, please, please, please just play us anything you want just for like a minute or two. Are you down? Uh Oh, <clears throat> um, yeah, sure. Yay! Um, hmm. The jingle? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> so James Taylor would be amazing because you teased us with that or, or, you know. Um, how about I, I'll sing, I'll sing a little bit of the song that I auditioned for the show with. Perfect. Love it. Isn't she lovely? Isn't she wonderful? Isn't she precious? Less than one minute Oh, I never thought to love would be Making one is of me as she Isn't she lovely? Oh my gosh, that's amazing. If I was holding my phone, I would clap for you. Oh, thanks. My voice, my voice is shy. I've been singing all day. So I hope no. that wasn't too bad. 
Oh, it sounded so good. Everyone's like, swoon, swoon, swoon. You are just so talented, Matt. You really are. Thank you, Thank you so much. I just hope your career goes everywhere you want it to go because you have the potential and you're incredible. You really Thank are. You. I appreciate you saying that so much. You, you, don't even, you don't even know. It's so true. So we're going to let you go, but this was so much fun. Thank you for getting cozy with me. Um, where can everyone find you on Instagram? Because this will be going out to my listeners. I want to make sure they can find you. Yeah, uh, my Instagram is Matt underscore Renato. R-A-N-A-U-D-O. Perfect. And your uh, band, again, you want to share your uh, band? We're called Brother Stone and the Get Down. Our Instagram is Brother Stone Band. Perfect. And you're on Spotify and all those, so, just everywhere? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm here. Can you, can you see me now? Yeah. yeah, you're good. So you're uh, on yeah. Spotify? Spotify, iTunes, uh, Apple Music. Pandora, the, uh, YouTube. Follow us on YouTube. We put we put all of our uh, the full length videos on YouTube. Just search Brother Brother Stone and the Get Down, and uh, and you'll see the stuff that we have up already. And we're gonna be putting up a, a, a ton more stuff. Okay, perfect, guys. We have one more minute. If you have any questions, throw them out there. The band came from. Uh, he told us the whole story. So it'll be earlier in the um, IGTV when I post this. Uh, People just love you, Matt. Oh my gosh, so cute. It's it's really it's it's overwhelming, and I, it's like I appreciate it so much. I really do. Tattoos? Do you have any tattoos? I do. I have a I have a few tattoos. Um, actually, this is this is the date. This is today's date right here. Oh, so, from the accident. From the accident, yeah. Oh I, my gosh. I kind of take it as a. Uh, as my second birthday, if you if you will, I know that's kind of corny, but but I, I kind of see it as like, you know, the the day that I was I was allowed to live, and and it put a lot of things into perspective. So I look at that date every once in a while, and and it makes me just just happy to to be alive. What more could you ask for, right? Yeah. And can you do me a favor and just say your name and that you were getting cozy with me? Yeah. Uh, so, so what what do you always say? Getting cozy with. Getting cozy with Aaron Hill. Okay, so you always say that whole thing. Uh, hi, I'm Matt Renato, and I was just getting cozy with Aaron Hill. Perfect. <laughs> I'm gonna put that in the beginning of the um, of the episode. I like but, to have some continuity, you know. But yeah. if you guys if you guys enjoyed this interview with Matt, I interview you know reality tv show personalities people from the bachelor um any reality tv show out there and i take requests and i just i love what i do and i feel so fortunate to do it so matt i hope you had as much fun as i did this was awesome i and did i hope that we can meet in person because we're not that far away i'm actually north of san francisco and i come to la often so awesome yeah hopefully when there's not a, a you know a pandemic <laughs> Hopefully it loosens up and, and things get a little bit better soon. Oh, we can only pray. Wear your mask and Matt will agree. Wear Always. your mask. Wear a mask, people. Thank you, Matt, so much. Well, thanks for King Gozy with me. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching, guys. And I really appreciate it. If you guys want to follow me, I'm at Getting Cozy with Aaron on Instagram. And uh, this was awesome. What a way to spend a Friday night. I'm thrilled. Yeah. <laughs> I, I had so much fun. Thank you again for having me. I really Thank you so much, Matt. Y'all have a happy and safe 4th of July, okay? You too, Matt.
All right. You too. Bye-bye. All right.